The Bible Study Podcast, episode 670. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the book of Genesis with chapter 26. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We continue on. Now we're in the story of Isaac and Abimelech. Genesis 26. Now there was a famine in the land beside the previous famine in Abraham's time, and Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Gerar. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land where I tell you to live. Stay in this land for a while, and I will be with you and will bless you. For to you and your descendants I will give all these lands and will confirm the oath I swore to your father Abraham. I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and will give them all these lands and through your offspring all nations on earth will be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed me and did everything I required of him, keeping my commands, my decrees, and my instructions. So Isaac stayed in Gerar. When the men of that place asked him about his wife, he said, She is my sister, because he was afraid to say, She is my wife. He thought the men of this place might kill me on account of Rebekah, because she is beautiful. When Isaac had been there a long time, Abimelech king of the Philistines looked down from a window and saw Isaac caressing his wife, Rebekah. So Abimelech summoned Isaac and said, She is really your wife. Why did you say she is my sister? Isaac answered him, Because I thought I might lose my life on account of her. Then Abimelech said, What is this you have done to us? One of the men might will have slept with your wife, and you would have brought guilt upon us. So Abimelech gave orders to all the people, anyone who harms this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. Isaac planted crops in that land, and the same year reaped a hundredfold, because the Lord blessed him. The man became rich, and his wealth continued to grow until he became very wealthy. He had so many flocks and herds and servants that the Philistines envied him. So all the wells that his father's servants had dug in the time of his father Abraham, the Philistines stopped up, filling them with earth. Then Abimelech said to Isaac, move away from us. You have become too powerful for us. So Isaac moved away from there and encamped in the valley of Gerar, where he settled. Isaac reopened the wells that had been dug in the time of his father Abraham, which the Philistines had stopped up after Abraham died, and gave them the same names his father had given them. Isaac's servants dug in the valley and discovered a well of fresh water there. But the herders of Gerar quarreled with those of Isaac and said, The water is ours. So he named the well Essek, because they disputed with him. Then he dug another well, but they quarreled over that one also. So he named it Sitna. So he moved on from there and dug another well, and no one quarreled over it. He named it Rehoboth. Now the Lord has given us room and we shall flourish in the land. From there he went up to Beersheba. That night the Lord appeared to him and said, I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bless you and will increase the number of your descendants for the sake of my servant Abraham. Isaac built an altar there and called on the name of the Lord. There he pitched his tent, and there his servants dug a well. Meanwhile, Abimelech had come to him from Gerar with Abuzath, his personal advisor, and Philcol, the commander of his forces. Isaac asked them, Why have you come to me since you were hostile to me and 
sent me away. They answered, we saw clearly that the Lord was with you. So we said, there ought to be a sworn agreement between us, between us and you. Let us make a treaty with you that you will do us no harm, just as we did no harm to you, but always treated you well and sent you away peacefully. And now you are blessed by the Lord. Isaac then made a feast for them, and they ate and drank. Early the next morning, the men swore an oath to each other. Then Isaac sent them on their way, and they went away peacefully. That day Isaac's servants came and told him about a well they had dug. They said, we found water. He called it Sheba, and to this day the name of the town has been Beersheba. And then the last part of this chapter is Jacob takes Esau's blessing, which is oddly put here at the end of this chapter and then most of the next chapter. So we're going to wait and do that part later. So we've got some different names we want to talk about. Esek means dispute, Sina, opposition. So those are the first two wells that Isaac's servants dug and there was opposition with the people of Abimelech. And then Rehoboth means room. There's room for us now. And then that last one was Sheba, meaning oath or seven. And then Beersheba can mean the well of oath or the well of seven. So, <laughs> I swear to you, as far as I recall, this is the last time that one of Abraham's descendants in this story will pretend that his wife is his sister. I don't know why they keep doing this. It never works out right. Certainly, Abraham must have told Isaac it didn't work out right. And yet, he does it again. I do not understand why they keep going back to that same thing. But for one thing, they're becoming more and more powerful, and so they're not going to have that problem anymore. Remember, that was a problem of fear, of thinking that they were going to be killed because they keep marrying these beautiful women. You know, Sarah, who's beautiful well into past childbearing ages, Abraham is afraid that people are going to be taking her away from him and killing him. So Rebecca's got the same problem, beautiful woman, and Isaac is afraid. (sighs) But that's the last time we're going to go through that story. (laughs) I do not understand why they keep doing that. But he goes and he lives with Abimelech. And one of the interesting things about that is there aren't a lot of times before this part of the story where we get God talking to Isaac. But now that Abraham is dead, God is renewing that oath that he made to Abraham with Isaac, which is only fair because, remember, Isaac was the one who was strapped to the altar as Abraham is told to sacrifice him. So it's it's good that God is talking to Isaac, and it's good that God is continuing on his promise to Isaac and the son of Isaac, at least. We also get that Isaac settles for long enough to plant crops, and that is something that they bring out special because mostly, as far as we can tell, they are living the life of nomadic shepherds. And so they are living in such and such a valley, they're not living necessarily in the same place. And wells are one of those things that are important to a shepherd because they are a place of permanence. You guide your sheep from here to there, but you do come back to a well, a well or a river or something that you need to water your sheep or your flocks. And so Isaac is becoming more rich. He is becoming more powerful, even so that Abimelech, who is himself a king, wants to swear an oath with Isaac for peace. They say, we we let you go peacefully. We can see that you're getting more and more powerful. We can see that you're blessed by God. And so swear an oath to us that we will be at peace. 
Um, and that is just the recognition of what they can see happening, that what Isaac is touching is being blessed by God. And then we get this tension, though, because they're, he gets to be too numerous. He gets to be too many flocks and too much riches, and so they do push him away. Uh, and they do say, you know, go live someplace else. And he goes a little ways away, and then they run into trouble over the well, and he goes a little ways away, and they have run into trouble over the well, and then he finally goes and, and finds room. And so we're not going to talk a lot about Isaac. This is kind of the bulk of Isaac, and I said last week that we would get into this story here of Jacob and Esau's blessing, but I'm actually going to hold that off for next week. But remember till next week that Jacob and Esau have already had some quarrels, the two sons of Isaac, and Jacob has already bought Esau's birthright with some stew. Uh, And then next week, we're going to see even more problems between the two brothers. And with that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Hey there, it's Nicole Eunice from the How to Study the Bible podcast, and I'd love to invite you to join us as we weekly discover a passage of God's Word together. From beginning to end, from principles to practicals, we are here to make sure that God's Word is powerful and relevant to your life. If that sounds like something you're looking for, I would love to invite you to subscribe. You can go to lifeaudio.com and search How to Study the Bible, and we'll see you there.